Welcome to the His Plan for You podcast. Join Pastor Gio in a series of powerful messages that will encourage, uplift, and inspire. Discover God's perfect plan for your life today. Heavenly Father, we thank you for these, your children. Father, in the name of Jesus, get them ready for the word. In Jesus' name, amen. What did we study last week? Anybody remember that magical, beautiful word? There was one word that you stand out. What was it? Understanding. Understanding. Entendimiento. Yes? Okay. Let's go to the Word of God. I want you to go to Proverbs 3. Actually, go to Proverbs 4. Proverbs 4. Proverbs 4. Proverbs 4. I'm right there. And I'm going to start reading on verse 7. On the King James Version of Proverbs 4, 7, it says, Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Prayerful daughter made that Proverbs 4, 7, so, so amazing. And he's one of the most amazing teachers in the Word of God. And right away, everybody signed up into all his, you know, what do you call that? Uh, seminars, and bought all his tapes, and bought all his videos, and, all, and they recorded in their brains all these words, and they were as stupid as the word they wanted, they end up they, they number 350. Because the only thing that was memorized on Bible, and read somebody else's revelation, and it was great. They were, they were a little less stupid on the word when they were done. Preferably, is a gift from God. He's a prophet of God. And I'm putting the man down. I'm putting the people thinking, we're going to buy this. We're going to buy this material. I'm going to read the material. I'm going to learn the material. And I'm going to be like him. <clears throat> Let me tell you how you become like Preflo. When you're 18 years old, a black man, God's going to tell him, go and adopt this white boy who's four years older, younger than you. By the time the paperwork for adoption was done, Preflo was like 21 years old, and his son was 16 or something like that. So the fights were monumental. But he obeyed God. He adopted him. It's not like he adopted him with a bunch of footnotes. No, when Creflo dies, that boy is there 25%, right? Because he's four kids. He's his son. Normal people don't do that. That ain't normal. So the love walk and the strength and the things that happen with your walk of the Lord are not just learning Bible. And not just Proverbs 4, 7 says, you know, your wisdom, you know, your getting, get understanding. That let's not just go to college, which of course includes go to college. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, what happens when you're an immigrant and you don't get a, a green card for 20 years? I still went to college. It was very expensive. It was four times more expensive. I had to do all kinds of tricks. I signed up my wife into college. She was shaking that day. <laughs> she wasn't supposed to go home. They didn't have the Dreamers Act then. We fought it. It was just more expensive. Like you're an American citizen. You go to Miami-Dade. You pay, what is this day? $300, $700 of a credit. 
Miami Day, anybody knows? About $400 a credit. Now, this guy who's just exactly the same human being as you, just, he just doesn't have a green card. He's just an international student. He pays about $2,000 a credit for, for, for the same class. That's probably three credits or something. He pays like four times more a list in the best in the school. For the same price, and he's not allowed to work. It's the same classes. Would you think that he's gonna appreciate it more? In Rema, all the international students, same thing. The only thing that they didn't charge them more money, but they weren't allowed to work. And at that time, I remember we were getting, uh, Alexander was getting this, this, this thing, that the government was giving a bunch of stuff, and we just get him and give it to the, to the international students. We didn't even fit, fit that to our kids. We got it, and I, I knew what doors to wait. And this is an old man who sold his house in Africa. He's a white boy from South Africa. Old man, Neil. I love Neil. And his wife, they're so rough, man. They're so rough. An old guy, big boy. And he'll be, at the end of two years, I, I spent two years putting uh, cornflakes in, in, in his doorknob and bread and all kinds of things and cheese and I will run. And, and I, I didn't want him to know it was me. And sometimes, sometime two years later, he, he kind of knew the days where the cornflakes and the cheese and the, and the food will appear in the doorknob. And, he, and he, they will be, we will literally waiting through the door, looking through the window, waiting for you to show up with that food. We were so hungry. They weren't allowed to work. I cried like a baby. I guess I cry now. But we don't appreciate that box of cornflakes the way they did. We don't appreciate the word of God the way they do. Because it's another Bible, another TV preacher, just another TV preacher, seriously? Another TV guy? That scripture, we read there's that scripture. I already memorized that scripture. Let's go read it again. Proverbs 4, 7. It's going to read it from the Amplified this time. The beginning of wisdom. Proverbios 4, 7, la Biblia Amplificada. The beginning of wisdom is get skillful and goodly or godly. It is permanent. That you get skillful, skillful, get good at it, skillful, get good at it. With all your acquiring, with all your acquiring, get understanding. With all your acquiring, get understanding. Actively seek spiritual discernment. So, actively, what's actively? Actively. Oh, if it happens, it happens. That's not actively. That's not actively. I'm very actively at eating. Sometimes <laughs> it happens, it happens. I'm gonna sure this one in that freezer when I get up in the morning. I'm actively looking for this food. So, prayer. And finding the wisdom of God is not something that happens. It is permanent. With all your acquiring, get understanding. Actively seek spiritual discernment, mature comprehension, and logical interpretation. 
patient, active, and all these medical books just falling into your brain? No, you have a schedule to study. I'm sure it's a brutal one. And this guy is there studying, 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 studying. You're actively getting this. Well, the word of God says, in all you're getting, get understanding. You need to know about that deeply. Go well, last week into our records on the website and find a, we did a big, big study. But basically, understanding is whatever God says. Whatever God says is the understanding. The understanding of any situation is how you get any breakthrough. So it's okay to know. You know, I love going to those Christian mechanics in Tulsa, Oklahoma. One of my best friends is amazing. I'm traveling with this big truck. I remember how many feet, but you hold makes them like one feet shorter, so you don't need a, a, a trucker's uh, driver's license. They literally cut it one foot uh, shorter. It's the biggest truck they ran. Then I have a 13 feet Land Cruiser apparatus hooked up to the thing. So it was like a 60 feet monster. I never dropped something that big and I'm there. Oh, Jesus, praying. Oh, Jesus, it was that, it was that. And this guy calls me on the phone and I'm like, what's up? <laughs> He's like, I've been praying for you from this morning. What you do? I'm like, man, I almost got into two accidents in two hours. Bah, it was the, that was a miracle. That truck swirl in the highway. I was on two tires as far as I'm concerned. Then there was construction, those uneven things. I thought that I thought that trailer in the in the back had flown off. It was and then another one like that happened. It was a bunch of construction on the road. Ira. So Ira is the mechanic for all our roads, uh, uh, sorry, for Kennecott Ministries. He's my buddy. And he is a spirit-filled man, but he's actively looking for the Holy Ghost every morning. Actively, actively looking for the Holy Ghost every morning. And he will get my car, look at it, open the pump, pray, and go, hmm, this is what's wrong with it. <laughs> this is gonna be 50 cents. And sure enough, you do all these things, and you be like, wow. And you take it to any one of these mechanics here, and they open it, look, you need $500, $500 and I still don't know if it's going to fix it. I'm going to fix this, this, and this, and this, hopefully that's the problem. So being active, investing all this time in prayer, saves you time and money in the long run. Everybody, the whole ministry, the entire ministry, I don't know how many trucks they have or whatever, nothing happens if he doesn't approve that, that, that car or whatever car or whatever truck, or whatever, they have big trucks, to get fixed, needs his signature for them to give them the money to fix that car. He goes and prays. Brother Hagen knows this. Brother Hagen doesn't go on the road if that boy doesn't drive the truck and he's with them because he breaks. I can fix that. He knows what it is. <laughs> and everybody else, what? Without understanding of how that works. They know there's a car, they know there's some pistons in there. They know there is W240 running through that thing. <clears throat> What they don't have is they understand it. The inside information. So I know you're getting all this knowledge about your marriage. Well, the Bible says you're supposed to submit. And that's it. And shut up. No, you don't understand, brother. That's a problem. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm, you get the knowledge of the Word of God, but you don't have the understanding. That one's going to kick you with something on the face at the end of the day. <laughs> you didn't get the understanding of how that marriage works. 
you don't get the understanding of how your business works. When you finally get the understanding, you're in prayer. Oh, Father, oh, Father, what do I do about this situation? The Lord tells you, bam. And that is the understanding of the thing. Let's go. Proverbs 3. That's just one earlier, one chapter. Run back. 3, 6. Proverbios 3, 6. Proverbios 3, 6, dice... In all your ways, New King James Version, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Proverbios 3, 6. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him and he will make your paths straight and smooth. That's the Amplified. Proverbs 3 says, uh, ancient rabbis used to agree that the essence of the Torah depends on this one verse. Proverbs 3 says, the essence of the law of Moshe, or Moshe. Proverbs 3 says, the essence. If you have to throw all this thing in a, in, a, in a little blender and then squeeze it, and then squeeze it until you get the little, the little essence of it. You can get it in that one scripture. Read again slowly. In all my ways, in everything I do and everything I say, that was the secret of Jesus' ministry. I don't do anything the Father doesn't tell me to do. I don't go anywhere the Father doesn't tell me to go. How do you like being like that? Every time you're going to open your big mouth, you're going to go, hmm, is this something God wants me to do? I'm just trying to be smart. Because this is not even proper or... God doesn't care if it's proper. You got something to do, you do it. I, 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 I said, I had gotten myself into situations, but God told me, you're gonna, you're gonna get me out, and if they kill me, that's your problem. But you told me, I have said things to people. I walked in and told you this one. I walked into this church. I'm getting, you know, ready to go to Cuba. I'm trying to get all this support and straight. I walk in there, I see the pastor, and the, the pastor has a demon on his shoulder. So, big church, then it will be the, the best thing just to tell him, hey, look, you know, you find in your heart that I can come and minister and I can, you know, do some work here. But the Lord tells me, John, you got a demon on your shoulder. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't want to say that. <laughs> so, <laughs> we sit on, the, on his desk, big office. And I'm sitting there and looking at the guy and go like, listen, brother, I'm sorry. You got a demon on your shoulder. He went like this over, the, over his desk. He looked at me, he grabbed the phone, called his wife. This brother Gio here, stop me, have a... And I'm going, oh, man. Thank you, brother. I cast that thing out of there. He wasn't, oh, he wasn't possessed. He was not demon possessed. Christians cannot get demon possessed. But you can get demon oppressed. Yes. Right. And you don't know sometimes how these things work. I have prayed for people for their healing. That's why I'm so, so, so stubborn with the whole Holy Spirit thing. I have people, I have prayed for people, and they fall on the floor and whatever. And they'll tell me, no, 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 you're not done. I remember this lady in particular. This is 30 years ago in the Catedral del Pueblo, People's Cathedral. I'm 19 years old, probably 20 years old. I'm 50. So it's 33 years ago. 
and I'm learning how to do this. I didn't want to get out of there. I had to get out of there because they closed the once in a while. So I had to get out of there. I would be in prayer all the time. I'd be in prayer all the time. That's where I met my wife. It was a beautiful story. So I'm there just praying for this woman, and her hand is kind of crippled, and she's got a little like scar and whatever, and she falls. Boom. The Lord tells me, no, 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 she's not done. So I get her up again. I lay hands on her again. She falls again. She, and the Lord is like, no, it's not done. So I get up again. I get her back to the Holy Spirit. She steps by the Holy Spirit, and now she falls again. And she walks up totally delivered. Like her hand was healed. And it was a demon. And she's the one told me, I saw the demon come out and scream and everything. I was like, I didn't see nothing. I didn't see nothing. It was a demon. She was a Christian. She was difficulty trying to get baptized in the Holy Spirit. So when I get this, 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 this shows, these places where they go, yeah, you have one hour. I need you to preach the sermon, pray for the sick, get baptized in the Holy Ghost. I go, no, you should even Jesus can do that. <laughs> so we're going to try. So you try to preach a sermon on the Holy Ghost, like, get it warm up that way. You know, and then you get him baptized in the Holy Ghost, half the people get healed. You don't have to deal with all they have. Yeah. That's what I do for church to church when I travel. I wish we had the money and the time to do what Brother Hagen used to do, stay in one church two weeks, three weeks, four weeks in the one church, and then move on to another church so you can train them better. But in all you're getting, get understanding. Get an understanding of how that healing works. What was the understanding of that? God told me, this is what's going on. This is what the Bible says, the hands of the sick and they shall recover. But the understanding of this particular situation with this person, the Lord God revealed to me the behind the scenes problem. The understanding when your marriage is not working, the understanding when your finances are not working. Oh, but I'm tithing, finally I'm tithing. All right, good. Do that for about three years. You can start getting the understanding. When I travel, I tell people, we don't take uh, partners and let you stay with us two years because we make plans with that money to invest it, to do things, to travel, to pay tickets in advance. The work on, on Cuba that I'm going to do for three weeks takes me six months to prepare and send money and they have to steal the gasoline and they have to do all these kind of weird things for us to have a thousand people meeting. It all costs whatever, two, three, four thousand dollars, five thousand dollars. Whatever it is, this is money. The guy said to get it done, yeah. So it has to get done. That's it. So the understanding behind is whatever God said. How do you know whatever God said if you never spent time with the Lord? How do you know what God said if you are in such a rush? You don't know how to pray. You don't come to learn how to pray. We cannot just, we do it once in a while, out of pity and out of, out of obedience to God and whatever it is. But people, people come with this big message here, bless this. And I'm looking at the thing, if I bless that, if God blesses that, you'll be there in two days. Why don't we go and learn how to pray so you can hear from God what he's saying to you and you do whatever God tells you to do. That's it. I don't have to fight with you about the time. All right, because the Bible's going to fight with you about the time. I don't have to fight with you about the time. Stay poor. What's the understanding behind that? 
What's the understanding behind your, your, your business? The same guy has the same business that you have over here. And you're prospering and he's not. They change geographical places. This business starts going down and this business starts going up. How many of you know there's something on that guy? There's something on that guy. We did that for years. I'm a professional salesman. What do you call this? I was teaching my son the other day. What do you call this, Alexander? The Sullivan? I'm trying to pull the Sullivan on you. How you doing? Are you happy? <laughs> Are you good? And people, especially relax. Because when you hear the word yes, 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 and a knob, inside your brain, why? Right, because your parents used to tell you no, 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 all the time. It stresses you, stresses you. When, but you hear, you hear the word yes, and this is the, called the Sullivan nod. You know how many apartments are rented in New York City thanks to the Sullivan nod? Yes. Oh, yes. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure we can do something about that. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And I turned around and I forgot every word they said. They're talking about the price, the parts, the work. Look at this beautiful window. <laughs> oh, look at the window. It is amazing, isn't it? The beautiful window. Oh, yes. It's called the Sullivan Knot. That's your brain selling your brain. Why? Because you don't like pain. Nobody likes pain. You want to grow up? Yeah, I'm going to squeeze you. Like I do Bowie for being late. Why? Because Bobby can take it. Don't laugh, bro. <laughs> if I met you like this, like I get this young man over here, the one with the with the shiny one here. You'll be gone in two weeks. Why? Because I know how to work this. This is not my first rodeo. If I allow you to do one thing one time, then I have to allow you the second time. No. Then you're here to be a disciple, oveja o cordero. El cordero siempre te está pegando, ¿no? There you land, go with me. Go with me. Always trying to hit you. Sheep? No, sheep, no. That's the understanding I'm getting after five, six years of pastoring. I got all my books in pastoring. I got, you know, I went third year Renma for pastoring. They give you like a hundred books on pastoring, and I'm reading books, and, and I always not go. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> so I go. I promise. And this big angel stands next to me. Huge angel, beautiful, strong. And I'm standing. This is a dream. It wasn't. I had other instances where it wasn't natural. And and he's just there. Stoic, just stand in front, you know, in guard. And I'm telling him, I don't know what I'm doing. He doesn't care. He's not living. He's there. I go to Colombia. I, I spent time with Pastor John Romick, Brenner, Colombia. He has made, without being exaggerated, what, a thousand pastors? He's built about a thousand pastors in Colombia, at least, in 40 years, whatever it is. So I go and sit down with him. He goes, "Don't worry. The first few years, the first few years, you need to have a clue what you're doing. Dude, I'm doing great." Then. <laughs> but you get in the knowledge. Sheep look like this. Sheep do this. Sheep do that. Lambs do this and do that. You turn around, you know. The socks are disappeared. They're gone. 
And you turn around, and there's the, this guy with a half a sock off his mouth. Uh, <laughs> you didn't do that, did you do that? I tried not to eat that. It's pulling all that pornography out of that guy, and pulling all these things and emotions. And then you have this little sheep on the other side. And she doesn't need to be taught being on time, or being clean, or being, uh, you know? What else? They, you, they teach you in college, because they run you over. Oh, study, study methods, or you know, whatever it is that you know. So when they come to the Lord, the only thing they need to know is Bible and Jesus loves me, and they soar. You get a guy like me who was an alcoholic since five years old, and I become a Christian. I come with all my baggage, man. <laughs> I come with all my baggage. I come late. I get offended. I have a half a stock hanging out my mouth. <laughs> pastor, it's the pastor's fault. Boom, boom, head bumping the pastor. The pastor feels like, ah, oh, Jesus. Give him another call, these guys. Those are, those are things that I have to learn. They, they, I could have learned it in college. I could have learned it in a, in, a, in a Soviet family that wasn't dysfunctional like mine. Yeah. Being on time, showing up in time, doing the things right at the right moment, doing the same, you know? Yeah. Don't say bad words. I'm still working on that. So, these things delay the work of God in my life. Why? You have to learn those things. In all you're getting, get understanding. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the His Plan for You podcast. We believe that your tithes belong to your local church. However, your partnership and love offerings will empower us to continue bringing the message of His perfect plan for you to the world. For more information, please visit wghm.org.